Gridiron Grinder, Hut Hut Hike. All right, here we go. It's Thursday night, Gridiron Grinder time. I'm Ryan. With me, as always, is my buddy James. Just a couple dudes hanging out, talking about what's going on in the NFL each week. Uh, this is, uh, I don't even know what episode, James, 89, I want to say. Uh, and so basically for tonight, we're going to kick things off with Name That Stadium, like we always do. Uh, then we're going to cover the news from this past week. There was quite a bit going on. Uh, after that, we're going to do a free agency recap, uh, it, which I believe we'll be doing for about another week or two. And then we'll probably start getting into like NFL draft type stuff. But uh, and then last but not least, we'll close things off with question of the week. So, uh, you know, how's it going tonight, James? It's going good. How's it going with you? It's going good, man. I like the uh, the background you picked for tonight. It's like very colorful and sunny skies and i'm digging it dude <laughs> uh okay cool well why don't we just kick it over to name that stadium then so for anybody who's watching uh this is a part of the show where uh as you can see james is out there travel in the country uh, every week he's got a different stadium in his background and uh we're just asking if you think you know where james is at hit us up in our comments section first person to get uh, the right answer will get a shout out in next week's show. Uh, and so James, why don't you tell us where were you last week, man? Last week I was in Cleveland last week. Uh, it was kind of spurred on by the Deshaun Watson trade and all the shits, all that shit. And so I was like, yeah, I'll go to Cleveland, give them a little, little bit of love. They'll be, they'll be starting some scrub for the first eight games so <laughs> so is that what you think it's going to be an eight game suspension yeah i'm leaning towards the eight okay yeah and i mean all right so yeah what do you do then i guess you got to have a guy hypothetically be able to you know what do they say like a good backup's going to win you half your games you know and so i don't think that that's ever true uh, except like Colt McCoy did pretty good with the Cardinals last year. But um, let's just say hypothetically you get a guy win four and then you got uh, nine games left. You know, you got to hope at that point that Deshaun could win you, you know, five or six probably to get you in the playoffs, maybe even more up. in that division. <laughs> in the fucking AFC, yeah, like, you probably need you probably need twelve wins to make the playoffs. Ah, uh, so I mean, it it makes it look like next year is going to be rare that they would make it in, and so year one of Watson wouldn't really get them the results that they need. But they did go out and they they got Amari Cooper. I I've heard some rumblings that maybe Jarvis Landry would stay now because they got the quarterback. Um, but man, it just, yeah, kind of means blockbuster trade turned into sort of like a, a wash of a first year. So, yeah, well, I also think that their, their starting quarterback for those eight games that Watson suspended is going to be Baker. Nobody fucking wants him. Yeah, I know. Nobody I, wants him. I think with all the freaking crazy quarterback moves this year, which I mean, I was saying, I, you know, there probably wouldn't even be any because it just, there never is. And then all of a sudden this year, it's like everything just broke loose all at one time. Russell Wilson, Matt Ryan, Rogers, the one that everybody thought would be on the move ended up staying, you know, it's like, uh, but you know, with, with it all kind of shifting the way it has, and then they're not really being 
you know, a ton of high caliber guys expected to come out of the draft. You look at who's out there, who still needs a quarterback. And yeah, I kind of feel the same way, James, is that Baker Mayfield more than likely seems like he's going to be staying put, uh, which I think it was last week you were talking about, well, Deshaun Watson's only counting for like a million on the books or something in year one. So the 18 million guaranteed to Baker you know, they're not breaking the bank on quarterback next year. And so if you yeah. need a guy to win you half your games, I mean, Baker could do it. And it's like, hey, man, you got eight games to audition and try and pull a midseason trade potentially, you know? Yeah, well, I think actually um, I w- it's a little bit different than the one million. I th- Now that I think about it, because his base salary is one million. Okay. Or his his salary for the year is one million, so I think it's actually going to be a little bit higher than that because I'm sure there's signing bonuses and and shit. Let me take a look real quick. Yeah, and while you're looking, you know this is probably just a good point. We segue over. We'll do our recap of the news from the past week, and um, yeah, you know. So while, while you're checking that out, we're fully into hitting the million news stories that came up in the past six days. So his, his cap hit is 10 million, which still ain't bad. Yeah. You're still 28 million for quarterbacks. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. And I, I think that combo, if they can, if they can find a way to get Baker's head in the game and say, Hey, look, man, you know, we gave you an opportunity to get traded. Nobody wanted you. And so, you know, you can come in here, show them that they screwed up, win some games, look good, and basically carry the torch until Watson's ready to go. And then you either get traded later or he becomes like a high priority free agent signing next year. And so that's, you know, I think that that's the best case scenario for the Browns at this point. Yeah. Sorry, I I happened to click on 2023, just wondering what Watson's cap hit was. 55 fucking million. Jeez. Yeah. So it's that. Well, and that makes you wonder then too, because with it being that big in his second year, it's almost as if they need him to make a run this first year because they're mm-hmm. going to, they're going to have some hard decisions to make in year two. Can you hang on to Amari Cooper? Can you hang on to, you know, I mean, I, they got, you know, I, I it just makes it hard to spread that, spread the space around with everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I totally. All right. Well, now that we're in the news of the week, let's talk about the big one, James Tyreek Hill getting fricking traded to Miami blowing my fricking mind. I, uh, you know, I didn't even realize that there was some strife within the organization with him. Um, I mean, and I just can't believe they would let this guy go with, Everything they've now got committed to Patrick Mahomes, you know, they, they signed Kelsey. I think it was last year they extended him. And, you know, I, I, I thought that this was going to be their trio, their core for a long time here. Uh, not the case. And so Tyreek Hill uh, gets traded for, I, I want to say it was six picks, including a first and a second rounder this year. Uh, five. five picks. Okay. Thank you. Five picks. And, um, He's getting a, what is it, a four-year, $120 million extension? Yeah, it was four years, $120 million. 
And yeah, it was five picks. It was uh, first and second this year. Uh, I'm sorry, first, second, and fourth this year, plus a fourth and a sixth next year. Jeez. I mean, I, I like the aggressiveness by Miami. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think that especially because they, you know, this is a part of the free agent thing, but they went out and they signed Teron Armstead at left tackle. And so, you know, you basically say, <laughs> and you go beyond that. They, they franchise tagged Mike Gusecki. They kept him there. Uh, they brought in Mostert and Edmonds at running back. They, they got Jalen Waddle last year, and I believe they still got Devontae Parker under contract. I mean, honestly, if Tua doesn't have a freaking coming out party this year, he is he's just not going to make it in the NFL, basically. <laughs> so. Yeah, basically. So I I don't think it was strife in the organization with Hill. Um, what I what I had heard is as apparently it's been a couple weeks that Miami and Kansas City was working on this, but Hill wanted to be the highest paid receiver, and then the. The Chiefs basically said, you know, well, we can give you this, which wasn't the highest paid receiver. And he said he said no. And he was going into the last year of his contract. So he, he said, no, that's that's not acceptable. And then so they're like, OK, well, we'll we'll trade you. So that's that's I, I didn't really hear much of it being strife as just a, they disconnect between how much they wanted to pay him. And that that's um, that's what I meant by the strife was that he was upset about the the pay and some of it was um because of the just the way that the offseason worked out with the mm-hmm. money that um Devonte adams got uh the money that um what's his face got down in jacksonville um christian kirk you know basically he thought wow i'm like grossly underpaid and so he was like demanding that they adjust him and, and it just, it wasn't in the cards. And so that's kind of how it all got spurred. But, but if it was going on for a couple weeks, then, you know, some of this, I don't know, you know, maybe some of this is just reporter fluff where they're saying, Oh, Hey, you know, uh, but either way, huge move, man, huge move. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it. No, nobody was, but you know what, what I heard, was was Kansas City offered him? It was like 25, 20, somewhere in the twenty-five to twenty-eight million a year range. Okay. And he said, "No, I want to be the highest paid." So I don't know how it could yeah. be a couple weeks because yeah. because the uh, what call it trade like Devontae Adams, uh, yeah, all all that stuff that just happened. So yep. I don't know. It might be. Might be a little, little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but I, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what happens with him in Miami. I, I think with Tua, you know, um, this is like, hey, just find a way to get the ball in his hands and let him work his magic. And if he can't do that, then uh, I just, I, I don't know, James. Is it bad that I don't have any faith in Tua? No, well. You kind of got to give Tua a little bit of a break because, honestly, since he's been in Miami in the two years, he's had different off- a bunch of different offensive coordinators, like three, four different offensive coordinators. He hasn't had a line in front of him to protect him. 
So you got to give him a little bit of a break on it, but okay. honestly, this is he has he has the line to protect him. He has the receivers. He has the offensive play caller. I mean, I mean, if he, if, if you're right. If he doesn't come out this year and and light it up, then he'll never make it in the NFL. And on the flip side, the Chiefs, man, I'm really disappointed in the fucking Kansas City. Like everybody in the AFC West has gotten better. Yep. Except for Kansas City. Yeah. Like, Kansas City might be a last place team in the division this year. It, it is kind of wild, man, when you look at it. Um, it just makes me wonder, is it because they spent so much on Mahomes and Kelsey that, and, and even you could argue maybe Tooney, they spent a lot on him in free agency last year. And now that Orlando Brown, you know, is it that they put, maybe more money on some of these guys than they can now comfortably spread the rest around to fill enough holes. And it's almost like they're putting it all on Mahomes, and it just, um, it, it's going to make it tough. You know, I mean, he's, he's great, no doubt, but he's one man. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll also like, and we'll get it probably get into more in, a little bit more in the, uh, free agency recap but but they did sign MBS so you, yep. you at least have that but but I also think they're I think it's uh what's the guy's name Jameson Williams is yes. probably the guy they're targeting in the draft to, to replace Hill because he's yeah. if healthy he could be a speedster and, and light it and go downfield like Hill used to and it's a lot cheaper yeah and you know there's maybe they felt comfortable with that that's that's a good point because Wide receivers have been coming out, hitting the ground running a lot more lately than they have historically. You know, they Mm -hmm. used to say it takes a wide receiver three years to get up to speed and get where he needs to be. And now it's, you know, I mean, Justin Jefferson, you know, Jamar Chase, uh, you know, you had Odell Beckham, his rookie year. You get a lot of guys that they just come out lighting it up right off the bat now. Yeah. All right, so um, I hope you can see me okay. It looks like, from my end, the screen froze for you, but I can hear you all right. Yeah, I can see you. I don't okay. know why my screen froze. That's all right. I mean, you can try to, um, you know, turn off the video and turn it back on, see if that refreshes you. Uh, but while you're tinkering with that, we will um, keep moving on with the news. And so... Um, let's see here, James, from this past week. Uh, so the Cowboys looks like they're hiring Brian Schottenheimer as a football analyst. Um, you know, he's offensive, you know, I I wouldn't know if I'd say guru, but he was like a highly coveted offensive coordinator at one point in the league and so hey that's a nice add to their coaching staff I think um let's see uh Robert Woods did we talk about him last week did that happen before Friday or was that after the trade to the Titans or maybe we were just talking about they were going to trade him yeah I think we were just talking about they were going to trade him because I think they traded him I mean, dude, it was a steal, a six-round pick, man. Yeah, it it wasn't. They didn't think it's shit for him. 
<laughs> it blows my mind, dude. You know, I mean, obviously as a Lions fan, I'm like, oh my God, how come we can't get in on that? I'd, I'd have given a freaking third or a fourth round pick easily for him. You know, I mean, it's just, uh, but you know, he, I'm sure would not have wanted to come to Detroit. And so that trade wouldn't have worked. And, you know, he talked about, uh, Robert Woods made some comment about joining the Titans would be beneficial for his career. And so I'm sure that's part of what happened in the background. And, uh, and that's good, you know, with Allen Robinson going to the Rams, it made him expendable and that's fine. You know, he's going to go somewhere. Uh, he's going to be a solid number two for the Titans, man. I think him and AJ Brown, that's a good, that's a good duo now that Julio Jones is gone. Uh, and Robert Woods is just like perennially under underrated, man. He's always producing numbers. Yeah. So I think it was like, yeah, it was this week that it happened or over, over the weekends. But with, with Woods, like, from what I had read, it was something like the Titans, or not the Titans, the Rams. Let me see if I can find it. The Rams gave him the opportunity to choose where, he, where he'd want to play next year. And he told them Tennessee, so they traded him to Tennessee. Gotcha. And it happened on Saturday. Okay. And then what about the Matt Ryan thing? Was that over, was that this past week too? Him going to Indy? I, I don't think we talked about that last week either. So. No, we didn't. I that was that was this week too. Like it's just like Yeah. And I forgot it's, about that one too. Jeez. Yeah, and so Matt Ryan going to the Colts and I believe it was just a third round pick mm-hmm. to get him. And um I like that move for Indy, dude. I think that they didn't have to give up a lot to get a guy that's a very smart, steady quarterback. Uh, Yeah, he's on the decline phase of his career, but they're a run-first team now. And, um, you know, I saw an article that suggested they need to go after Dwayne Brown and lock up that left tackle spot. I think that's, that's setting this team up as good as they can be set up for this year. You know, focus on the draft now, and I mean, I I feel comfortable about him being there. I like that move for Matt Ryan, and I like that move for the Colts. Yeah. So the funny thing about it is, they they took the biggest cap hit, um, dead cap hit, which was what uh, the Falcons did. Yeah, the Falcons did. It was like forty some million dollars, but. It saved him, saved the Falcons money against the cap. Jeez, that's weird trading. how that works out. <laughs> because appa- apparently it would have been like some ridiculously obscene number that he would have counted against the cap, like fifty, mil- like fifty some million. It was like, how's okay. that even possible? Yeah. How is that even possible? Let's see. I'm just kind of scrolling here. You know, there, there's some smaller stuff in there. Um, oh, here, here's one. So the um, the Vikings signed uh, linebacker Zadarius Smith, three-year, $42 million deal. Um, that's a good one. You know, they plucked him from the Packers. You know, I, I like that move. Um, I actually, I, you know, I will say that, you know, the Vikings, they've got a lot of change this year, obviously, with the new coach coming in and, 
whatnot. But I think that they've they've had a pretty good off season so far. Um, and it's weird, man. I, yeah, I saw an article, man, just like I don't know a week or so ago, talking about uh, somebody criticizing the Cousins extension, like saying that that was one of the worst moves of the off season. And it's like, come on, are you kidding me? I mean, we talk about it a lot. Cousins is like ultra efficient. Yeah, he's not going to have like a 40 touchdown season, you know, but it's way better than quarterback purgatory. Uh, and, you know, unless the Vikings got an in to get like somebody better, you got to stick with the guy. Yeah. But but that's the thing about it is, is like they, everybody rags on cousin, but I mean, he's just he's just fucking consistent. Like, yeah. I mean, he's he's not gonna go out and wow you, but he's he's gonna put up numbers for you. He's gonna, I mean, he's he's he'll win games. You have a running game behind him. He's he's fucking accurate as hell. Like I think his like career accuracy ratings like seventy some percent, like eighty yep. percent close to. Yeah, I mean, geez, he and that's that's behind mostly shitty offensive lines. Mm-hmm. You know, up until very recently. He's had garbage protection, and he's still been that good with the ball. I mean, you know, I'm a Sparty, so obviously I'm biased. But um, you could do a lot worse than Kirk Cousins. Um, all right, another news. I saw Leonard Fournette re-sign with the Bucks, three-year, $21 million contract. I thought that was a good signing, man. You know, I think he's mm-hmm. been good in Tampa Bay uh, running and catching the ball out of the backfield. And, you know, now that they got Brady back, you know, they got to hang on to some of these pieces because, honestly, they could have made the run again last year if they didn't have everybody and their mom freaking get hurt. So, you know, why not hang on to these guys for another year, see what happens? Oh, this can't be accurate. Are you kidding me? Uh-oh, what you got? No, um, I just looked at – so, the seller cap's like $208 million this year. Yes. More than 25% of the Falcons cap are mm. for players that are going, are not even on the team this year. Yeah, so Matt Ryan, if he's, you know, a huge amount, well, who's the other one? Matt Ryan, Julio Jones costing him almost $16 million against the cap. Yeah, that, that uh, shit bothers me, but yeah. Dante Fowler's like $5 million, and then Tyler... Davison's like 1.2. This that I ha, I have to go to another source because that can't be fucking accurate. I mean that the is, the Julio thing bugs me because that's where they they built in you know all these additional years into his contract or however it worked out that they manipulated the cap and now multiple years later they're getting burned you know and that's that's just mm-hmm. stupid to me but but hey while you're talking about that you know let's talk about who they got to replace Matt Ryan. Marcus Mariota, they brought him in on a two-year, $18.75 million deal. Uh, James, we both know that's, you know, nine-plus million a year, uh, not starter money. That's backup money. And so I had heard that it wasn't a two-year deal. It was a one-year deal with an option for a second year. Okay. And, yeah, Uh, that number is right for Atlanta's cap hit. It is... 62 million. Yeah, dead cap. Yep. 
Um, and, and maybe, uh, you know, the, the article I'm looking at saying two year 18.75, but yeah, it could be something, some funky deal with it. And, you know, my suspicion is that at that level, they're clearly bringing him in with the intention of drafting a quarterback that he'll groom and then they'll brush him out when the young guy's ready. You know, that's just, it's not starter pay. Yeah, I guess it's, it's not an option. Like I had heard. All, I had heard that it was was an option, but okay, I guess it's not. So in in the next one, I got that this is a little bit more like starter money, like low low end starter money. But uh, the Saints re-signing Jameis Winston, two year, twenty eight million dollar deal. So at fourteen million a year, you know that's definitely on the low end of starter pay. Uh, but the you wouldn't pay a guy 14 a year to be a backup. And so, you know, they're expecting well, Jameis will be the guy. Yeah, but what's his name? Uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, Taysom Hill. I think he's Taysom Hill's making more than that. They're not going to – Taysom's not going to start. We know that, dude. I No, I wasn't saying Taysom was going to start, but I was saying I think they're, they're paying Taysom Hill more than their, their starting quarterback, and Taysom Hill's their – Gadget guy. Oh, yeah, this is, I'd have to I guess look. it's only I guess it's only five million this year. Okay. Wait, oh no, that's yeah, five million. So All that's right. Not bad. Never mind. Hey, no biggie. Um, all right. So news wise, you know, I um I know the Patriots brought back Malcolm Butler on a two year contract. Uh, they also re-signed Trent Brown on a two-year deal. Um, James, I'm trying to think, did we get this one? See, this is another one I don't think we got last week, which was um, uh, tackle Lyle Collins signing with the Bengals. Um, you know, they signed it. No, I I'm, I think I completely missed that one. Like, that, that, yeah. So the that's uh, actually a good the, move. They need the offensive Cow- line. So I, I agree. Yeah, the Cowboys ended up cutting him. And they were, you know, they're trying to figure out their cap stuff. And, yeah, the, the Bengals jumped on them. I think it was a great move, you know, because it doesn't look like they're bringing back Riley Reef. You know, Collins can fill a void at tackle. And, you know, it's um, – I thought, yeah, you know, keep throwing darts on the offensive line, man. So that's three offensive line signings? Because they had Kappa and Karras. Okay. Before, so I mean that's they're hey, making they're, moves, man. They're making, making moves. moves. That's that that's what they need. Then what they needed, the offensive line help. So yep, and they they just need to draft a guy too. And there and here's the thing, man. I'll tell you this, James. I'm gonna hit you with a fucking Central Michigan Chippewa, uh, the uh, Bernard Raymond. If you've seen him, offensive tackle, six six, three hundred something pounds. They're saying he's going to be a late first-round pick is what it looks like. Uh, if he's there when the Bengals pick at 31, man, they better grab that guy. You're talking, you know, 10-year left tackle, man. I, I mean, wow. it's just, you know, you just do it. I haven't, I haven't gotten to the offensive line yet for for the, the draft, um, draft. I mean, box. this is he's the next Joe Staley. I mean, he's going to be yeah. rock solid for a long time. Fire up chips. Um Speaking of the draft, I I fucking hate this the latest mock draft I saw and who who they had who 
what's his name? McShay. Not, no, no, not McShay. The other guy, uh, Kuiper. Kuiper for the Lions. Yeah. Did you uh, see who, the Lions are? The Lions are in a bad spot. We can let's let's go on a tangent there, James, because I was just talking to our buddy Nick, who was a former guest of the show. Um, I think we're in horrible, horrible position here at number two. Uh, because the best players available at that spot, assuming Aiden Hutchinson goes to Jacksonville, which almost looks like a shoe-in at this point, the best people are offensive tackles, which obviously we're not going to draft an offensive tackle unless we traded uh, what's-his-face, our, our left tackle. Um, you know, um, I was going to say Taylor the Wad, but <laughs> that's, not, that's, uh, that's Tennessee's tackle um uh you know who i'm talking about i'm drawing a blank here but you know with sewell getting signed last year um something taylor he's he's not um he's not going anywhere and so that puts us in a bad spot when there's no consensus number two guy and there's no in-demand quarterback it means that there's nobody that teams are going to scramble to trade and there's nobody really that's worth that pick and taking a safety at number two. I mean, it's almost as bad as taking Okuda at three is it's like, it's an unheard of thing to take a person at that position that high in the draft. And I like everything I've read about Hamilton, except that he ran a fucking four five, nine at the fucking combine. And you know, it, I that. get it. I get it. That that speed may, may or may not matter. You know, if the guy can play, he can play. But it's a risky fucking pick, man. And um, I, I was looking at Trayvon Walker. Maybe we take him because we could use another guy at defensive end now that Flowers is gone. Uh, but there's a lot of question marks with him. And uh, I don't know, dude. Honestly, I, I'm starting to come back to the whole drake london thing that i think it was on espn somebody mocked him a couple weeks ago and i'm like if that guy could come out and be a difference maker uh as a wide receiver the combo of him shark and st brown uh that might be our best fucking pick man and that's crazy i I don't want to take a wide receiver too but i'm just not seeing an answer for the lions man and it i think it'd be very tough to trade down from that spot yeah it's gonna be tough to trade down and I think, and 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 it's it's going to be a reach for this player, but I honestly think they should take the only quarterback in the draft that is a true NFL prospect, and that's Malik Willis. It just seems so high, man. It does seem high, high, but there's like if we wait till the the thirty second pick, we're looking at like Matt Coral, and I don't want yeah. Coral at all, like. He, I don't want, I don't want Pickin, Pickett or Pickens or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't want Coral. It's just. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you just, you, I mean, they, they re-signed Blau and they re-signed uh, Tim Boyle. You know, it's like just run it back with Jared Goff and those guys backing him up for a year and then draft a guy next year. Don't even mess with it this year. You know, it's just there's. This is like one of the only years where there's not you know, uh, clear cut quarterbacks coming out, you know, it's, they're, they're all super risky guys. And so, um, I, I would just pass man, my opinion. Yeah. So, wow. That's, 
interesting. I was just reading uh, Kuiper's mock draft on it, and he says that he's hearing that Coral might be the first quarterback off the off the board, which is crazy. Yeah, I mean anything can happen, but it just I don't know. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Um, okay, so I don't know news wise, man. What else? What do you, what do you, uh, what are we missing here? There, I mean, there's a lot. Gerald Everett, tight end, signed with the uh, Chargers. I like that two two year, twelve million dollar deal. Um, I think that was a, a good signing to replace Jared Cook. Uh, gives Herbert, uh, you know, stability at that position. I think you know that's nice. Yeah. The only thing I had it's. A- Apparently there was a fire at Mile High in the suites or something like. Oh yeah, like yeah, we're in the off season. What do they have a party there or something, or you know, some corporate event or or just a fluke fire, man? I don't know. I... Oh, it was uh, apparently there. There was uh, there's a they're doing some construction and. Nobody was around. Like there are people in an event on the second level, and this was on the third level. So okay. it was just like ha- randomly happened. All right. Um... Outside that, I think we're like really dig- going yeah. to the bottom of the barrel on the news. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're starting to scrape it. I mean, I can give you some of the quick signings. The Cowboys signed James Washington to a one-year deal at wide receiver. Um, Dante Jackson re-signed with the Panthers. I did like that signing. I, I think I was actually suggesting that last week. Fletcher Cox re-signed on a one-year deal with the uh, Eagles. $14 million. I don't know. It was weird. They dropped him, and then they brought him back, and they paid him a ton of money. So uh, Cordero Patterson back with the Falcons. I think that that was a good move. Uh, the Browns signed Jacoby Brissett. And so, you know, hmm. I like, I like Brissett, man, actually, now that we're talking about that, uh, you know, I think that it's just insurance. If they can trade Baker, then they know they got a guy who's going to start that has starting experience. And so, um, yeah. I like that signing. And then so oh, my I, random my random fact is fact is you know um, the Bucks signed uh, Shaq Barrett. Oh, I missed that one. So Shaq Mason, whose name is Shaquille Olajuwon Mason, and Shaq Barrett, Shaquille Akeem Barrett, are both named after Shaquille O'Neal and Akeem Olajuwon. Oh, that's funny. Akeem Olajuwon, what was he, uh, Houston Rockets or something? Yeah, so apparently it was it was the their parents' favorite basketball players. So well, they named named them after, but both of them and they were born like a year like the same year or a year apart. Yeah. Yeah, what kind of what are the odds of that both landed on the same NFL team like that? That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah, let's. Uh, I think we're good there. Why don't we uh, jump over and let's do a free agency uh, recap here, James. And so uh, for this, you know, I thought we could um, 
just try and keep it organized. There's there's a nice ESPN article out there uh, titled "Most Impactful Moves and 2022 Offseason Goals for All 32 NFL Teams." So let's just kind of go through that, keep us on track here, and we'll start by going through the AFC East with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, and and I like how they before before that. I was gonna say my bracket was fucked go fucked after last weekend for the NCAA tournament. Now it's really fucked because Gonzaga just lost. Oh shit, they just lost. Uh well then that, that jacks me up. I had them going all the way just like many people did, so Yeah, I had them in the championship game losing the fucking Arizona and the, one of my other final four teams I lost last weekend with Iowa losing, so I was like, jeez. Yeah. Well, that'll jack it. But, hey, you know, this is a football show, James, so come on. Sorry, really? I just, just wanted to bitch. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. Just wanted to bitch before uh, I got, Hey, I, I I'll, I'll, I'll tell you this, man. I was actually in both of my uh, brackets, whatever you call it, uh, I was tied for the lead going into today. And, um, I mean, James, I, I couldn't even name one college basketball player, dude. I don't know anything about it. I'm, I'm like all football, and that's it, my friend. So, so pure luck pure luck but that luck has run out apparently with gonzaga going down yeah anyways back to right. back to espn article goes, right. by divi- goes by divisions yeah so we'll start with the buffalo bills in the afc east and you know the big signing for them is von miller uh the six-year 120 million dollar deal you know i talked about it i think you know they overpaid for him and i think he's like I want to say he's like 33 years old. And so six years, man, that's just people at that position don't typically have careers that long, but that's okay. That's okay. They, they wanted him. He's obviously been a part of two Super Bowl squads, uh, you know, and hoping that this will be a third. Uh, He's going to add something to that defense. And so that's cool. Uh, They also signed OJ Howard. Uh, which James, that was kind of one that flew under the radar. I like that move. You know, I know that Dawson Knox is their go-to guy. Howard hasn't really been the same since he got hurt a couple of years ago, but if he is all the way back, finally healthy, I think that's a nice one, two punch at tight end for the bills, man. Yeah. Okay. I know. I, I, like it, it yeah, just no. threw me because I was like, the Bills signed O.J. Howard? Yeah, it was a quiet, quiet pickup, man. Yeah, and, and then missing from this is they also signed somebody else. They signed uh, – Oh, Saffold from Tennessee. So they Tennessee yeah. cut Roger Saffold. They signed him at guard. I think that was a good pick. You know, so I think they're – I think they're doing good. You know, I, um, I, I know we're looking in this article. They're saying – uh, they have a need at cornerback. I'm still not totally sure that that's the case because they've historically been deep at that position. Um, but if that's the case, there's still some cornerbacks available that you can rotate in. You're not looking for a number one guy anyhow. You're just looking for a contributor. And so I think the Bills are in great shape. Uh, my gut is telling me they're going to be, if not the Super Bowl favorite, for sure one of like the top two or three teams this year going into the season. You know, I mean, their roster was stacked last year. Oh, they they're for sure the far and above the best team in the AFC, and that's 
saying something, seeing looking at, looking at some of these teams in the AFC. Definitely. Um, okay, so moving on to the Dolphins. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, so the Dolphins, we talked about Tyreek Hill. That's a trade, not necessarily a free agent pickup, but uh, newsworthy nonetheless. Uh, free agency-wise, they did sign Teron Armstead at left tackle. We talked about that. Uh, they also brought in Raheem Mostert and Chase Edmonds. We talked about that. Uh, and they signed Cedric Wilson uh, at wide receiver. And so, uh, James, I mean, they are going all offense. I believe they re-signed some of their guys on defense as well, which was solid. Uh, and so the Dolphins, you know, they may have had one of the most impactful off seasons so far because they have like significantly improved their offense and they've, they've done everything they can to make Tua be the man this year. Mm-hmm. And I think as long as they're hanging on to guys on defense, you know, their defense looked good. So, you know, Miami, they could be a much improved team this year. Well, just simply the, between uh, prior to the Armstead and the Hill deal, they're, the odds for Miami, according to Vegas, to make the Super Bowl was 70 to 1. Okay. Or to, I don't remember if it was make or win. But after that, um, by getting Armstead and trading for Terry Kill, it went to 40 to 1. So it basically cut, cut the odds in half. Gotcha. There. So, I mean, definitely huge improvement offensively. They finally have finally have a running back that that they can which we begged them to draft last last year. I at least begged them to draft last year and they didn't didn't and you have I mean that offense is gonna be ridiculous with the receivers they have plus plus Edmonds and and Mostert both can catch the ball out of the backfield. Um you have some protection in front of Tua. I I think they went from in my early rankings third to second best team in the division do you think they can have a uh los angeles chargers type first year with their new head coach mcdaniels whatever his name is you know i know and i know the chargers they ended up falling short of the playoffs but all the way up until the end everybody thought holy cow these guys first year with a rookie head coach man they're they're doing pretty damn good that's tough tough to say i i'm gonna have to i give me a second i i have to look at their schedule like who they're playing this year because oh the schedule's not really so i'm gonna have to go to and you know james i do say it because um you know their their new head coach formerly of the 49ers you know uh kyle shanahan tree uh they have been known to prop up quarterbacks, at least temporarily, with the way that they run the ball. Mostert, obviously, is coming from the 49ers. He's going to know how to run the ball in that system. Edmonds, I'm sure they'll. it'll be a good tag-team combo. Uh, they're fortifying the offensive line to be able to run the ball the way they want and then also be able to protect Tua, and he's got just lights-out weapons now. Um, you know, as long as their defense is solid like it was last year i think they're back on track to being one of those kind of surprise teams i don't think so okay because they got a tough schedule (laughs) oh my gosh 
So, All right. so in the division, you know, they have two games against the Patriots, two games against the Bills. They generally split the Patriots, but the Bills are are the best team in the division, probably the best team in the AFC. They face face the AFC North, so they have to play Cleveland, Pittsburgh. Those are at home. They have to play at Cincinnati and at Baltimore. Their other conference opponents, well, Houston, that's a throwaway game. But they play the Chargers, they play the Packers, and they play the 49ers. Oh, yeah, they're fucked. Um, <laughs> well, hey, that answers that. Yeah. If it weren't for if it weren't for that schedule, I would say maybe, but that's just that's that's a rough fucking schedule. Yeah, yeah, that's brutal. Um, okay, I mean, I, at least I like... they have the Packers at home, San Francisco at home, but they have to play at the Chargers, at the Bengals, at the Ravens. So they they've done enough where hopefully they're not getting like just totally blown out and embarrassed, but they're they're still even with an impressive off season, they got their work cut out for them. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a look at the New England Patriots, James. So um, I'm showing for marquee signings, you know, Devin McCourty, that's a re-signing. Matthew Slater, I believe that's also a re-signing. James White, Trent Brown, those are both re-signings. I mean, all theirs theirs was just keeping guys, basically. You know, they didn't go out. Malcolm Brown. Oh, gotcha. Malcolm Malcolm Butler. Yeah, Malcolm Butler. Yeah, and they didn't list him here, but yeah, that's fine. I mean, you know, and I don't know how much of an impact signing that is at this point, but he was a hero with the Patriots for a short period of time. Um, this is a 180 from what they did in free agency last year. You know, last year they splurged. Uh, this year it's you know they're it looks like being much more strategic about re-signing guys. Um, and then they're going to hopefully be getting some value picks in the later parts of free agency is what it looks like. Yeah. And, and you also have to remember that they lost uh, JC Jackson. Yeah. And I mean, New England from a playoff team, were they playoffs last year? Yeah. The, well, uh, like, the Patriots, I'm sorry. The, the Patriots didn't make the playoffs last year. They were just short. Or did they make it? Uh, I thought they got in and they got blown out by the Bills. You're possibly possibly right. I I, I just I'm just drawing a blank. Obviously that game didn't mean shit to me. Yeah, they did make the playoffs. Okay. Yeah, and it was um, it was an ugly one. Yeah. So, anyways, they 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 took a step back from a playoff team they had last year, and I don't. It's with all the other teams in the AFC taking a huge step forward. Huge steps forward. I I don't see them as good as they were last year. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, this is more on par for what Belichick normally does. Mm-hmm. And so I don't. <laughs> I have a hard time writing him off. But I I hear what you're saying because there's not a splash and they lost J.C. Jackson. You know, it definitely doesn't look good on paper. Um, Normally, it doesn't look good on paper for the Patriots, but it's, you know, they're, it's still post-Tom Brady, you know, hard to get a real good read on where they're going. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, so next up, we got the Jets. Uh, I think, you know, their big signing was they brought in Lake and Tomlinson at guard. Uh, you know, we talked about him, possibly the best run-blocking guard in the league right now. I think that was a, a solid signing. You know, that'll help them 
put a little bit more emphasis on the running game, take some pressure off of Zach Wilson. Uh, they they tag-teamed tight ends, which kind of bums me out a little bit. Uh, they brought in C.J. Uzoma and Tyler Conklin. Uh, you know, James, I was a big fan of Tyler Conklin in Minnesota. Uh, the way that he stepped into a starting role, he was playing very respectably, and, you know, he's Central Michigan Chippewa, so I want to see him do good. I'm a little bit bummed out now. He's going to be fighting for uh, looks with Uzoma and, you know, a young quarterback, but that's okay. You know, it, I, you know, still they signed him. They're going to be doing two tight end sets, obviously. Um, and, you know, yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't know. You know, some of these other signings, I'm not really seeing, you know, anything that's like earth shattering here, James. No, the thing with the thing with the Jets that I found interesting is that apparently the Jets were in on possibly trying to trade for Tyreek Hill. Mm. Um, but they'd ended up Miami offered more than the Jets for for it. So once again, the Jets lose to Miami. Yeah, getting sniped by one of your division opponents. Um, that's not easy. I don't know how much that would have helped the Jets because we got to see Zach Wilson step up, you know, if that yeah. makes sense. This, this year, it wouldn't, I don't think it would have helped them, but I think going, going into next year, it would have been like Wilson would have been able to show and actually step up with Hill and then possibly free agents would want to go to the Jets, possibly. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Maybe that's your way of attracting people down the road. You know, you make a blockbuster trade, you get an icon on the team, you show, hey, we're aggressive, come here. Plus it's New York market, you know, that speaks for something, but you know, I think for the Jets, they've got a lot of work to do, mostly on defense. And mm -hmm. with a defensive-minded head coach, they should be focusing on defense in this offseason. And, you know, this is, to me, it's a little dicey that all the attention is on the offensive side of the ball. But it's needed there, too, because they have so many holes. And so that's okay. At least they're filling some holes. I'll say that. Yeah. All right, moving on to the AFC North, we got the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, their big signing was safety Marcus Williams. Um, you know, they brought back some guys like their fullback, Patrick Ricard. Um, but uh, Marcus Williams, that was a big one, man. There were a lot of teams going after him. Uh, and, and that, you know, that helps a secondary that normally is one of the better secondaries in the league. Uh, but I think they were slipping a little bit last year because they had some injuries and things like that going on. Uh, and so th I think that's a, a solid signing for this defense. Yeah. I... I'm sorry. The, the wife distracted me for a minute. That's my okay. Con my concern with them is they kind of let some people go go away or I don't, I don't know. Has Campbell been signed no, yet? No, Calais Campbell sitting out there, Brandon Williams sitting out there, Justin Houston long in the tooth as he is sitting out there. Uh, Villanueva retired Bozeman went to uh, Carolina, I want to say. So they, they did lose a lot of guys. You're right. That's, you got to point that out. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then the whole, like their big splash move would have been Zadarius Smith, but he he, he reneged on him. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
yeah, so Baltimore, man. Yeah, I guess when you when you look at the full picture, it looks like they're in the hole right now. Yeah, but a surprise move is going to be Lamar Jackson's going to going to ask to be traded. But what? Are are you? Is that? Have you heard something? Or is that just? I just. I'm not seeing Jackson being happy there. And I don't know if it's going to be this year or if it's going to be next year, but he's, I think he's going to want out. Let him go, man. I, I don't know. I, yeah, no, I agree. Let, let his ass go. Like, like fuck him. But yeah, you could get a, I mean, they, they could get a, a Deshaun Watson like mm-hmm. collection of picks and he's, you can easily. just, yeah. Okay. Hey, We'll and take 20- Baker Mayfield for a year, and then we'll go draft our quarterback and start over. Yeah, the 2023 QB class is supposed to be 10 times better than this one. So. Yeah, and if, and if you got fucking four first-round picks, five first-round picks to play with, you trade up, you know, what you can get up to whatever spot you need to get up to and get your game. Yeah. I'd, I'd be all about that, man. Um, all right, so next up we got the Cincinnati Bengals, and James, you talked about it. They signed some guys on the line, Lyle Collins, Ted Karras, Alex Kappa. Uh, they also brought in Hayden Hurst at tight end. Um, kind of quiet for the Bengals because I, I want to say they were sitting on something like $30 million in cap space. I would have thought they would have done a little bit more than this, to be honest. You know, they. I don't – I completely disagree with you. They're – their needs are they they have to get secondary, so there's pro- possibly a move out there. They're just just waiting, biding their time for it, or possibly getting getting that in the draft. But their their biggest need was the offensive line, and they addressed that. They they run in three three solid offensive linemen. I don't I don't know if I I think I don't know if um um, um Collins is that much of an upgrade over Riley Reef, but and you probably could Riley Reef. Is that right? Reef is still hanging out there, you know. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't they think... they could bring him back and have him a rotational player at this point of his career. Yeah, so that's that's where I see that. But I mean, their offensive line needed help, and that they. I mean, no, that's a good point. They did sixty percent of it's going to yeah, be needed they, this they, year. They did address that. No, I, I I think that's good. I don't want to take that away. I guess I just. Um, and maybe maybe this is just muscle memory is that, you know, I'm thinking that they should have done something on defense, but their defense actually played pretty goddamn good last year. And so, you know, maybe it's not as bad as what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't I think you're just kind of going from muscle muscle memory on it, not. But I mean, I think they addressed what they needed and I like I like all the moves that they they made. Yeah. Uh, OK. Cleveland Browns. So, you know, the trade with Amari Cooper, not really free agency. Same with Deshaun Watson. Those are the big news pieces. Um, Signing-wise, they brought in Tevin Bryan at defensive tackle. That's, like, really not like a splash. Uh, I'm not not really seeing any big moves in Cleveland. Their their big moves were trades, not really free agency. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, Jacoby Brissett, I, I like that signing at quarterback. That gives them something if Mayfield does get traded. Um, yeah, I think we've covered Cleveland pretty good already. Yeah. 
Uh, next up, we got the Steelers. And so, James, man, this one, I don't know, dude. It, I go back and forth on it in my head. And, you know, it's Mitch Trubisky. It's like their big signing. And it's um, – on the one hand, I'm like, wow, he never got it done in Chicago. And on the other hand, I'm like, okay, but he did get a year to sit behind Josh Allen uh, and hopefully figure some shit out. And then I also look back at, at the time in Chicago and I'm like, you know, but there was tape on him that did look pretty good at times. And so maybe, and, and I, I do like that they, uh, they brought in James Daniels on the offensive line. I think that that was important to do, especially because they can have Najee Harris, you know, give him some running lanes to have him carry some of that offense this year, take the pressure off of Trubisky. Uh, and then they did sign Miles Jack at linebacker on defense. I did like that pick. Um, I, I am still, I think, a little nervous about Pittsburgh and where they're going. You know, this is Big Ben's gone. A lot of changes on this team. It just, um, I, I'm trying to temper my expectations. So I think Pittsburgh's going to draft a quarterback probably first first of all, in the first round with uh, Pickett. Like, I think that's a good fit into that offense. Um, but I wish Pittsburgh would have addressed the offensive line a little bit more. I mean, they had the one signing, and, like, I mean, their offensive line last year was atrocious. Yeah. And you're not going to be able to replace the entire offensive line in the draft. So I wish they did that. I I, I actually like the Trubisky signing. I mean, hell, it's, it's like $6 million. See what you can do. If you if you're if you don't have it you don't have it but it might be a little bit more than six million but you know what I'm saying like it's it's, it's gonna be it's, yeah it's gonna be reasonable you know they're not breaking the bank for Trubisky um, yeah and the thing with Trubisky the thing that I liked was the fact that Dave All who was his offensive coordinator in Buffalo wanted to bring him into the Giants yeah you mentioned that yeah that speaks volumes. So that tells me something more. I think what we saw was more of a naggy issue and not being put put into a position to succeed. And I don't see a Tomlin coach team not putting the quarterback in a position to succeed. I mean, hell, they won 11 games despite the fact that they had Ben Roethlisberger two years ago. So, Yeah. Um, you know, I would say this, James. Instead of drafting a quarterback – which, I mean, hey, they'll do whatever they're going to do. You know, they, they got Mason Rudolph. They, uh, they've they got Dwayne Haskins. Uh, and now they got Mitch Trubisky. Um, I'm not a fan of that trio necessarily, but I would give Trubisky the shot. I would say, like you're, you're saying, you know, they need to do something on the offensive line. Um, I would use that first-round pick to get one of these solid, solid, solid offensive tackles that is slated to be a first-round pick this year. They got James Daniels at guard. That really helps bump up that offensive line. And like I was just talking about a minute ago, makes it easier for Najee Harris to run and take some of the uh, some of the weight off the passing game. Oh, I agree with you. I was just saying I, – I They're probably, yeah. I wasn't saying that they're – they shouldn't go offensive line. I was saying that I don't think they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a lot of people are suspecting that they're going to go after one of these quarterbacks. So I, I, a lot of the mocks are, are with you on that. Uh, okay, next up we got the AFC South, and we'll start it off with the Houston Texans. Um, and so 
you know, I'm, I'm just kind of looking at their picks here. Who did they, who did they really sign? So, but Houston didn't want to sign anyone. They, they know they, they're a number of years away from being, from, from completing the rebuild. What this year is about is seeing if Davis Mills can be the option for the future or if they're going to have to draft a quarterback next year. Um, they don't necessarily want to win this year or next year. They kind of want to stay, have like a high, high, high pick, like, you know, top five pick to, to be able to load up on talent and get a bunch of young guys, young guys in there that they could possibly sign to, sign to extensions at the end of their um contract and that's that's yeah that's great and plus if if you look as the article points out like cesario had a solid rookie class last year and they didn't have a first or second round pick yeah that's true so i don't think i i like what they're doing and they're rebuilding and not spending the money when they don't have to just kind of rebuild and and grow grow the grow grow the team from draft picks and then and then when they get to that the precipice of being good or precipice of making the playoffs, then go out and make make some big splashes in free agency. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, that all makes sense to me. And so yeah, it's not been crazy, but they're slow and steady, and and they have a similar problem to like the Jets and the Lions, you know. The, uh, the big the big name free agents don't want to go there anyhow. And so, you know, it's smarter for them to build through the draft. Hopefully they win some games and then they can get some guys later. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next up we got the Colts. And so, you know, the big news for them was the quarterback trade, getting Wentz out of there, bringing Matt Ryan in. Uh, free agency-wise, I'm, I'm trying to think, they didn't have Yannick Ngakwe last year, did they, James? Was he a re-sign or he's a new sign? No, he was a trade. Oh, he was a trade. Ah, thank you. I think, uh, yeah, I think he was a trade. Like, um, shit. Like, yeah. So they've been quiet in free agency. They they made yeah, a couple trades, and yeah. And I mean, really, for them, it's it's like we talked about. Get somebody yeah, he, left he tackle from the Raiders. Okay. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I remember he was on the Raiders now. Uh, I wasn't sure if he was a free agent or what happened, but um, okay. So, yeah, you know, get a left tackle and then focus on defense, man, because their offense is coming along. You know, maybe, maybe look at a wide receiver somewhere in the draft because Michael Pittman is coming up, T.Y. Hilton, free agent. Um, you know, they could use some more help there, but. You know, their offense is, I think, fairly set at this point. It's time to focus on the defense. Yeah. I, what was he trading? Like, like, it's... I'm trying to remember what the trade was. Because, like, wasn't Ngakwe, wasn't he traded to the Raiders last year? I don't remember if he was traded there or if they signed him. All right. Uh, well, let's just keep plugging away. So I'll, I'll look it up while while we keep going. Yeah, because we still got uh, we still got the whole NFC to get to. Um, all right. So moving on from the Colts, we got the Jaguars. 
their big signing was Christian Kirk, wide receiver. It was a lot of money for that guy, man. Uh, they also went out, they signed Zay Jones. Um, and uh, Brandon Scherf was a big signing on the offensive line. Uh, you mentioned this, which I, I totally missed, but they brought in Evan Ingram at tight end, uh, which I've been hearing possibly to play slot wide receiver as well, uh, or in lieu of. Uh, and then they, they brought in Darius Williams at cornerback. That's a, that's a signing I really like, actually. I think mm-hmm. he's going to be good on the defense. Uh, and so, you know, they don't really have a wide receiver one, but they've got a handful of these guys that they can catch the ball. So that definitely is going to help Trevor Lawrence. Uh, and they're giving him some better protection. Uh, and they got a guy on defense. I, I like what they're doing, James. You know, they, they got their work cut out for them, but they're doing everything they can, it seems like. No, I agree. And and they're they're in the same situation with the Lions and the um, Houston and who was the other team we mentioned? Oh, the Jets. Jets. <laughs> that nobody wants to go there because they, they're they're a sad sack last year. They're I mean they had like shit. This week I heard that there was a report that fucking Urban Meyer didn't even know players' names on the team. Uh, he he was a disgrace, man. It was bad. But anyways, <laughs> anyways, I I I guess um you know I like what they're doing. They're putting money out there trying to improve the team. Um, they're. They're a ways away, but they're they got they're putting the pieces together to get back. I mean, was it like four years ago they were in the AFC Championship game? Three years ago? Oh with yeah, Blake Bortles. Yeah, yep. Uh, a lot has changed, but I, I like Doug Peterson. He'll he'll get him turned around. Yeah. Uh, okay. Next up, we got the Tennessee Titans, um, and really their their big signing was going out and getting Austin Hooper at tight end, which I don't think it's like a blockbuster thing by any means, <clears throat> but they had a need at tight end because all their guys became free agents. Uh, yeah, aside and, from and that, they, had, they, they weren't able to replace uh, what's his face that went to New England last year. Oh, um, <laughs> Johnny Smith. Thank you. Yeah, Chanu Smith. I was drawing a blank there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, they need need to replace him. You know, they they addressed what they needed at what I their what I thought one of their biggest needs was in the trade with Rob, for Robert Woods. Yes. And so I mean I think they're fine. I think I think the problem is is Indianapolis got that much better with Matt Ryan and with what Indy Indy did that I think they're going to take the, the Titans are going to take a step back this year because just simply because Indy got that much better by trading trading for Matt Ryan getting it in Gakwe and um uh, yeah those two players and I think with Indy getting better Tennessee's going to kind of regress a little bit this year just naturally slide back yeah um okay next up we got the afc west the denver broncos their big thing obviously was the trade for russell wilson uh free agency wise they brought in randy gregory um they also signed dj jones at defensive tackle i like that signing uh and they retained josie jewel so that's a re-signing uh, but he's been a solid contributor for them at linebacker. I'm glad they're bringing him back. Yeah, I, I, I like, I like it. Um, you know, Russell Wilson. 
We said it, we said it last year, you know, like the Broncos last year were a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl contender. Yep. They got their quarterback. They have most of the players, I don't think because I'm not I'm not thinking I'm not coming up with off the top of my head any big losses they had defensively. So you have a solid defense, you have talent on offense. Yeah, they got rid of or they had to get rid of uh Noah Fant, but Noah Fant was in my opinion, he was a disappointment anyways. So you have um You got at least three good wide receivers for three Russell. Good Wilson wide receivers to throw and too. you have what's his name? Uh Williams, uh, Javante Williams at running back. Yep. Yeah, Javante Williams. I, I was like, what's his name? North Carolina guy. Um, yeah, and there, there's, you know, like four or five tight ends expected to be possible first year impact kind of tight ends this year in the draft. So I'm, I'm yeah. not worried about that. Uh, Russell Wilson historically has not highlighted the tight, the tight end that much anyhow. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I think I, I saw somebody's uh, power rankings had him bumped up like 14 spots just because of Russell Wilson. You know, I mean, like it's th- that was the move. That was what they needed. Exactly. Uh, OK, so next up, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. And so they uh, they signed Justin Reed, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, uh, as you mentioned earlier, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Uh, but they're losing Tyreek Hill. Um, and they also lost, um, oh, who else did they lose James? It seems like I'm, I'm missing some names here. Um, oh, what's his face? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm drawing a blank on it. That's okay. I, I, either way. Okay. Juju Smith Schuster signings a crap signing. He's more interested in TikTok than he is in catching the football. He, he'll help Jackson Mahomes bet more than he'll help Patrick Mahomes this year. So, throw that aside. MVS, I don't know about MVS. Um, I'm, not, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure how he fits. Yeah, it's, it's weird because he's not really had... I don't know. I mean, I guess he's, he's a contributor, you know? Yeah. They don't so, have a number one wide receiver now. They don't have a number one wide receiver. Nico Hartman can't stretch the stretch the field like Tyreek Hill did. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's, that's the thing. Gonna, they need Hardman to really step up this year. Yeah. So, so Kelsey's going to take a step back this year because by Tyreek Hill stretching the field, that that allows Kelsey to be. It's just what the fuck, Chiefs. It was a bad move, man. It was a bad move. Uh, okay, next up we got the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, their big move was the Devontae Adams trade. Uh, but free agency wise, I liked the Chandler Jones signing. Mm-hmm. Man, I thought that that was really impressive. Yeah, I I agree. I like the Chandler Jones signing. Look, the the Raiders they, I mean Devontae Adams they have that clear number one. I mean Waller at at tight end, Hunter Henry, Josh Jacobs. I mean. Derek Carr's probably going to be having having close to his, his best season of his career with with all that talent. And then on defensively, you pairing Chandler Jones with Max Williams that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I like um, I like what the Raiders have done, man. I think that that's you know, and they're they're in like the the craziest division in the NFL, and so they're with these moves. Can they keep pace? I mean, I guess the Chiefs are dropping down. They're going up. 
you know the Chargers are going up. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, the Broncos my, are going. My, my way too early power rankings just for the AFC West is like, I think Chargers number one, Broncos number two, Raiders number three, Chiefs number four. And the, the only reason why I put it that way that way is um, I put the, the Raiders at number three is because I just I'm seeing so much better talent on on the Broncos and the Chargers uh, with which which we'll get to second. But I mean Herbert and uh, Russell Wilson and like I've been saying the Broncos were a quarterback away from Super Bowl contender. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's man, it's going to be intense. This is going to be a fun division to watch. Yeah. Uh, and so talking about like we got the Chargers up next. So they signed Gerald Everett. We talked about that at tight end, but their big was uh, J.C. Jackson at cornerback. I love that signing. Uh, and then they they went out. They traded for Khalil Mack, uh, and one that don't, not a lot of people are talking about, but I like it was the uh, Sebastian Joseph Day signing. Um, they needed to really address the defense. And they freaking did it very, very well, man. Yeah, and the other thing they need to address is uh, their coach um, costing them playoff spots. But that's another story. Yeah, that's a story for – well, we've already covered that story. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I like I like what the Chargers are doing, kind of showing out that run defense, which is what they needed. Like, their run defense was crap last year. Didn't, didn't like, uh, Indianapolis rush for, like, 600 yards against them in a game? Oh, pretty much, yeah. I mean, it wasn't 600, but it was damn close to Embarrassing. it. Embarrassing, yeah. Yeah, their their rush defense was was their biggest weakness last year, which is surprising because Staley's a defensive guy. But they they needed they needed help on defense. We knew that, and I think they're getting it. And so with him being a defensive guy, I'm really encouraged to see how much they can improve. Mm-hmm. All right, so James, we're sitting at about an hour and 15, and we just covered the AFC. What are you thinking for tonight, man? You want to try and power through, hit the NFC, or do you want to save the NFC for next week? Uh, why don't we save the NFC for next week? Okay. I, you know, And I only bring that up because I, I have the feeling that all the big moves have happened. We know that there's a couple guys out there like Tyron Matthew and some names like that, but uh, I think this was really the big week. And so next week, you know, if there's anything big that hits the AFC, we'll catch it in the news of the week. Otherwise, we can take that time to really give a good rundown of the NFC. Sounds good. All right. So that gets us through our free agency recap, uh, which takes us to the question of the week, James. And so my question of the week for you, this is a little different than what we've done in the past. Uh, I've been looking at some of our stats for the show. Uh, we almost never get anybody, at least on YouTube, answering our question of the week. Uh, but we've gone a little while now where we've not had any takers on Name That Stadium. Do you think we should switch things up or should we keep it going? And, you, you know, we can I, – I, something's telling me we got to shake it up because it's getting yeah. stale. I like doing the news of the week. I like doing our other segments. Uh, but I'm wondering if we do something different with the question of the week and do something different with Name That Stadium. Maybe we get rid of them. Uh, maybe we keep them going until we come up with something different. 
Uh, we don't have to decide tonight. I'm just, you know, throwing that out there so you can think about it. That's a that's a good question. I I'm not I'm not sure, but like I think total we got like three responses for name that stadium anyway. So <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, hey, anybody who's watching, how about you tell us what should we do instead? How about that? It'd be good if we got some some feedback from people, right? Yes, so, it would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's that's the question of the week. We'll think about it. We'll keep talking about it. Uh, James, I think we uh, we hit it pretty good for tonight. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts, my friend? I don't think so. Okay. Well, for anybody who's watching, we hope you like the show. Uh, we appreciate your support. If you uh, haven't already, hit that thumbs up button or the like or whatever. Uh, and please subscribe if you have not. Uh, that helps us out. And James, it's been fun, man. NFC next week. I hope you have a good night, dude. Sounds good. Have a good one. Great Iron Grinder. Hut, hut, hike.